Hey guys, it's a great day to live for Jesus. My name is Pastor Mike Grover, and this is the In the Word podcast, a twice-weekly devotional journey through the New Testament, where together we will stop, look, and learn what the Lord has to say to us today. Today in the Word, we are in Matthew chapter number 10. Matthew chapter 10 is the last of the three chapters where Jesus is really dealing so much with his miraculous power. It's a real pivotal chapter because in this chapter is where Jesus calls 12 of his disciples to be apostles, and he gives them the apostolic signs and powers to confirm their ministry on being able to heal and cast out demons, to raise the dead. But it's interesting because in verse 6, he says that he only was sending them to the lost sheep of the house of Israel in that moment, in that time. But then later in the chapter, in verse 18, he mentions that ministry being extended to the Gentiles. So it's like Matthew chapter 10 starts right where they are in that immediate context. But it's like Jesus jumps ahead into the distant future to show not just the ministry of the apostles, but that of his future followers and the difficulties that they will face. And so he warns them of persecution and, and how they can deal with it throughout this chapter. As a matter of fact, three times in this chapter, he tells them to fear not. And we've been told, I've heard many times, that fear not is the most often repeated commandment of God in the Scripture. And so he's sending them out. He's letting them know the road ahead for them. He's giving them warnings and cautions. But I love this encouragement that he gives to them in verse 40. He says, he that receives you receives me, and he that receives me receives him that sent me. Now, he had already said, whoever confesses me before men, I'll confess before my father. Whoever denies me before men, I will deny before my father. But then he says it even more intimately. If they receive you, they are receiving me. And if they are receiving me, they are receiving him that sent me they are receiving my Father. So here, Jesus is reminding them and us of our union with him and that followers of Jesus share a really a very unique identity with him. I think over in Acts chapter 9, when Saul, the apostle Paul, before he became a believer, his Hebrew name Saul, he was persecuting the Christians. He was putting them in jail. He was taking them out of their homes And Jesus stops him on the road to Damascus from his resurrected glory. And he says in Acts 9 and verse 4, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Now get that. Saul was persecuting the followers of Jesus, but Jesus accounted it as if he were persecuting him. He didn't say, why are you persecuting my people? He said, why are you persecuting me? That's that special identity the followers of Christ have with him. Matthew 25, 40, when he was talking about a final judgment, he said, as much as you have done it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. Once again, there's that identity and that protection. When I was in the military, I was in the Navy on an aircraft carry, and back in the early 80s, there was a war going on between Iran and Iraq. 
And one of our missions um, as the Navy and, and our carrier in particular was that we were flying air cover for the tankers coming out of the Persian Gulf and we were keeping the Persian Gulf open for the free flow of oil and resources. We didn't want Iran and Iraq's war spilling over into the neighboring countries and disrupting the flow of oil. So the Bahrainian tankers would actually fly American flags on their ship. And basically we were saying, if you mess with them, you're messing with us. They so identified with us in the flying of our flag, it's as if they were us. You see, that's the kind of identity. That's the kind of oneness that as believers we share with Jesus Christ. So much so that in Zechariah chapter two and verse eight, when God was talking to his uh, Old Testament people, Israel, he said, whoever touches you touches the apple of my eye. And I just love how this comes together here in Matthew chapter 10. He calls us, he equips us, he encourages us, he sends us, but he never departs from us and he even makes himself one with us. You see, that is the power of our new identity with Christ. And jumping ahead and putting it on this side of the cross, we see over in Galatians 2.20 where Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So if you're a follower of Jesus Christ today, man, you are one with him. He identifies with you in your joys, in your sufferings, uh, in your pain, in your problems. And Jesus is right there and he's promised us he will never leave us or forsake us. So what's the word for today? It's simply this, as you represent Jesus today, as you go for him, know that there is not an inch of separation between you and him ever. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey together through the New Testament.